We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in, everyone, to another installment of the Orange and Blue View. I am one of your hosts here, Ron White. Joining me on that side is my co-host, Dylan. How are you doing today on this lovely Saturday, Dylan? We've got some good playoff football going. I mean, we saw the, Ra- the Ravens won their divisional matchup, and I believe the 49ers are about to kick off. So, But how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. You know, I got off work early, had to go out and do some family things, but I came back, caught the second half of the Ravens game, and my brother is a pretty big Ravens fan. <laughs> so, uh, you know, a little house divided, but that's all right. Um, but yeah, just, just ready to talk football on Saturday night, man. Yes. And we are glad to have everyone join us. We have top rope superstar coming in here, David Yonkin. Thank you, David, for coming. And you know, we appreciate you, my man. He says, if everyone is wanting to move back in the draft, do you guys think that we should draft the best players available like edge corner or tight end? Thank you, David, again. I, I Yeah, so I think for me, it's if guys are moving back, you know, I think BPA is the way to go. You know, this, I think we've said it repeatedly that pick any position group here, Dylan, on this roster. <laughs> I think there is a need yeah. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So we can talk defensive line, especially on the interior, corner, tight end. Maybe you're looking at wide receiver and, you know, the quarterback obviously has been the topic of discussion. I know we'll get to um, an article and news that has transpired as it pertains to the quarterback um, implications possibly for Denver. But, yeah, I would say if there is an edge there that is available that is high on the Denver Broncos board, go get him. If there is a corner, and I know some of the recent mocks, um, a few mocks have had, um, I think corner Arnold from Alabama mm-hmm. mocked to him. Um, Latou also was another recent mock draft that came up, um, from UCLA that has also been mocked to the Broncos. But, but again, whoever is there that is the best player available, because again, this roster is in need of all kinds of talent, I would say go get them. What do you say, Dylan? Uh, yeah, I think a trade back is definitely the way that I would go personally in the draft. Um, and I know in the in the mock drafts, sitting at twelve, taking a corner, I would 
absolutely hate that <laughs> because we have uh, PS2, um, Damari Mathis, although he hasn't really panned out, and we spent two third-round picks on Riley Moss, who hasn't even really seen the field. So we have we have investments um, in the corner position, but I think they just need to be coached up properly. Um, so taking one that high would would scare me, but trading back, I I think I could definitely bite the bullet there. Yeah, and it, and that that's a good point, Dylan. I think just for me, David and Dylan, it's just going to depend on you know who is all there. Now, again, I said best player available, but you know if if Brock Bowers is there at twelve, I'm running up to the podium. I'm I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not thinking about it. I'm not hesitating. I'm I'm taking my card, Goodell. We're ready. <laughs> I hear you. You know, man. you know. Um, again, depending on again, I think corners are going to go a little bit later on um but yeah if you do trade back and maybe get a corner that that's a possibility as well but you know i would say the 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 three um positions that we should be looking at the denver broncos need to be looking at quarterback edge and defensive line those those again those are the most important or most positions of need important positions of need for for the broncos for sure uh let's see who we got we got kevin gray coming in thank you kevin we appreciate you my man he says evening ron and dylan big mile high salute to broncos country db for life mhh for life again kevin thank you for coming in we appreciate you and you have another comment here stating that i hope they get a great D lineman. Yes. So again, that that has also been, you know, a weakness on this Broncos defense, um, de- defensive line. Um, I've talked in length with, you know, Eric Trickle. I know there's a few articles out there um, on um, Mile High Huddle as it relates to the defensive line depth and kind of what the Broncos should do at defensive line. And we've talked about it, Dylan, as far as the weakness in that interior right we we want we want the broncos should think about drafting defensive linemen or even picking up one or two pieces in free agency that can stop the run that has been the bugaboo for this broncos defensive line you know and picking up there are a few free agents um out there uh i believe dj reader is, is a possibility Christian Wilkins from Miami is out going to be on the free agent market. Sheldon Rankins from Houston. So, you know, if the Broncos want to look at fortifying the defensive line, um, there's a few free agent um, pieces that they can consider, but also the draft. Um, But you have to have someone um, besides Zach Allen out there on the defensive (laughs) line to to wreak havoc Um, because we saw that, you know, they were just getting gashed at the point of attack. It, it was almost embarrassing with several of the games this past season. Uh, yeah, Zach Allen um, started off kind of slow and, you know, slowly but surely. He he got better as the season went on, but he, he just can't be the only guy that's out there making plays because everyone else is backup level or, you know, they should be working McDonald's. It's... <laughs> <laughs> and as as far as it goes uh, for free agents, um, you know we're obviously 
not going to be looking for top money guys just due to the Russell cap situation and whatnot. Um, and when it pertains to the draft, uh, I think it's a little more, at least from what I've seen, is a top-heavy class. So you might want to go after those guys a little earlier. Like maybe you could target a few of them in a trade back. Because uh, I don't think, especially a defensive tackle and defensive end, there's not a guy I'd really want to take at 12. But there's the those two guys from Texas. I'd love to have either of those guys in the interior. Yes, yes. Yes, definitely. Um, and we got the Ronk coming in. Michael Ronkeel, thank you, my man, for coming in and supporting us as always. Um, he says, Kareem Jackson's last NFL game is over after the Houston Texans lost to the Ravens. Oh, okay. So I, I guess he made an announcement that was his last one. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that, yeah, you know, Kareem Jackson had, you know, just a great career. Um, and even the stint. You know, when he first signed with the Broncos, it was it was pretty good and pretty solid. But, you know, as he got older, you know, players aren't the same. They age. Um, and we saw that um, kind of come out in the wash on the field with in coverage. He was just abysmal, <laughs> you know, throwing then, his body around, too. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and throwing his body. We saw, you know, all the, the suspensions. And so, you know, I think he'll definitely be. um kind of known for kind of being that physical um, guy that just wants to attack um, attack the opposing players. But he had a great career for sure. Definitely, definitely. Yep. All righty. Thank, thank you, Ron, for coming in with, with that uh, tip of the news. So we, uh, we want to now get into one of our sponsors. Um, so Little Caesars, everyone. So make Little Caesars the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day. Now, obviously, we are in playoff mode, and it does suck that the Broncos aren't in <laughs> the playoffs, obviously. But you can still enjoy the games um, with your medium pizza, your large pizza. It's it's always a big part of game day. Um, so order online during the pizza pizza pregame one hour before and three hours after nfl kickoffs plus every day on sunday and get ready for some football and fun choose your favorite little caesar's pizza or pick up the toppings you crave either way you win uh, personally my favorite is uh, pepperoni i'm pretty a simple guy but sometimes i like to throw some peppers on there if i'm feeling frisky and speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yes. All right, guys. So we want to talk about, I, I know there's been quarterback talk galore, <laughs> you know, oh, for yeah. the past several weeks now. And this show's not much different. Uh, so we are going to discuss, there's been a um, some news that was announced, Dylan. Um, I believe it was Thursday that the quarterback's coach for the Denver Broncos, Davis Webb, has been tapped to be the offensive coordinator at the East-West Shrine Bowl. So just for everyone, you know, the East-West Shrine Bowl is set to be held on February 1st in Frisco, Texas. Um, but yes, the East-West Shrine game is coming up. Um, and quarterbacks coach Davis Webb will be the OC for the game, which could give Denver the edge and getting an insight on some of the prospects that are in the game. Uh, the biggest name being Jordan Travis uh, out of uh, Florida State University. Had a very solid year. He threw for 2,756 yards, 20 touchdowns, two interceptions, and a 154.5 QB rating. Um, he won't be participating due to his uh, injury. Uh, towards the end of the season, but he will be there for interviews and uh, hopefully uh, Davis Webb could uh, pick his brain, see uh, see just how his mind works because in this Sean Payton system, he needs a quarterback who's very heady and smart, and um, hopefully that's him. He's got some mobility to his game as well. Uh, there's some other quarterbacks uh, there too, like uh, Kendall uh, Slovis from BYU. He was formerly at uh, USC, I believe. And um, he had a good freshman year there, and then he transferred, and he's been kind of up and down. But um, it'll be interesting to see uh, what we can do with that game. Hello, Ron. Yes, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Problems. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, um, you know, as it pertains to, 
the Shrine Bowl for Davis. What a, a, a few different things here, Dylan. I, I want to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously we'll get to see his offensive mind on display, and you know what he's learned from Sean Payton, um, and some of the tips, tricks, you know, working with Russell Wilson, and that could potentially lead to um, an OC job, maybe at another team somewhere. So it's, it's going to be interesting from that regard. And not only that, but, you know, it also uh, paves the way for kind of looking at these prospects or quarterback. Um, so I know there are about there are several different QB prospects out there. Um, there be, there's BYU's Keaton Slovis. There's mm-hmm. Kentucky's Devon Leary. And then there's Western Kentucky's Austin Reed. And, you know, obviously these aren't first, second, maybe even third round guys. But, you know, with the Broncos possible need at quarterback, these are some guys and some names that, you know, one should look at. Also, Jordan Travis will be there. But as as a lot of people know, with that gruesome leg injury he suffered um, with the Seminoles, um, he's only going to be available for, you know, meeting with scouts, coaches and interviews. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I guess for this, for Davis Webb's, for Davis Webb, I'm excited, Dylan, just to kind of see, again, what he can bring. And I'm curious to see what some of these quarterbacks will bring as well. Um, kind of seeing how they're playing, you know, how they can read the defense, do the checks, um, and, you know, work with, you know, someone like a Davis Webb. So I'm, I'm very intrigued. Yeah, he um, and he'll get to see other minds work. And uh, unfortunately, Jordan Travis won't be playing, as you mentioned, um, which we'll see going forward how that injury affects uh, his mobility, because that was a big part of his game uh, at Florida State. Um, And not even just the quarterbacks, too. I know uh, Isaiah Pacheco came out of the Shrine game Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of years ago. And uh, Zay Flowers as well. But, yeah, the important part for uh, Broncos country especially is quarterback. Yeah. 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 So it, it'll be good. I'm, I'm I'm actually waiting to kind of see what, what that game does yield. It should be exciting. We have Phil McLaughlin coming in. Thank you, Phil. It's always good to have you here, my man. He says, good evening, Ron, Dylan, and Deacon Scott. Any chance that we will offer Parker the DC position? <laughs> VJ needs to go. Hashtag <laughs> Buckham. Hashtag MHH for life. Hashtag Go Broncos. Yeah, Phil. I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. I, I think. I, I don't. I'm with you, Phil, in the sense of. I don't want Vance Joseph to come back either. <laughs> now, I, I I do think that he is um, just because of you got you got to credit that turnaround, Dylan. You know, mm-hmm. everyone was calling for Joseph's job. You know, those first several weeks of the season, um, but with the end season turnaround, you know, with the defense, you know, leading the league in takeaways. And kind of showing that, you know, aggressive ability during the season. I, I think that might might be a reason 
for Sean Payton to want to keep him. Now, I'm not saying that I want him to stay, right? Because there are far better <laughs> defensive coordinators out there. And yeah, Parker is definitely one of them. I mean, we've seen the growth of Christian Parker, you know, as the, as the DB coach here in Denver. So mm-hmm. again, if they were to offer him that, I, I'd be fine with it, um, you know, with the familiarity. And I think he can get the best out of this defense more so than Vance can. But again, I'm just thinking about what I think they will do, right? In the sense of retaining Vance Joseph, at least probably for another season, unfortunately, um, to to kind of see where it goes. And if that success on defense, if you want to really even call it a success, because mm-hmm. they're far, there are a lot of different issues on defense, guys. Don't, don't, you know, don't, uh, let's not, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But, you know, again, I think with the takeaways and that turnaround, I think that's going to be, I think, a justification as to why they keep uh, yeah, I I think that's the likely scenario. Vance is going to stick around for at least another year. Um, obviously, that the uh, that historic turnover streak they went on is a big part of that. Um, and the talent he had to work with, especially like we've already talked about on the defensive line, yep. is just not up to snuff. And it's just amazing that he got – uh, that much out of him. That being said, you know, there's still some things you'd like to see more. He was playing uh, a lot of prevent defenses at times, a lot of off coverage mm-hmm. with his corners. Yeah. Um, and that being said, switching to Christian Parker would uh, be ideal, I think, for the Broncos, especially with how he's developed DBs over the years. And uh, I just like a young, fresh mind at defense. You see what they're doing with McDonald over at the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Maybe we get something similar out of that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, unfortunately. And I, I don't think VJ's the worst guy to have, but I think there is still a little bit of bias from uh, head coach's past, if you will. Yeah, yeah I, I think there is. And, you know... And I know, I know all of us are just, you know, wanting something better. I, I don't, you know, we will never forget 70 points. <laughs> no one's ever going to forget that, you know? And, you know, that, that should definitely be, I know it was a while ago, but still the fact that it happened and, you know, just how the defense was so out of position, as you mentioned, right? There were a lot of plays off coverage. Um, and I know some of it's with talent, right? On the definitely. back end and in the defensive line. But, you know, I just think, you know, th- there's some positions definitely there on the defense that should be upgraded. But, again, I do think, uh, Phil, that that the Broncos will retain will retain uh, Vance Joseph. Mike, again, coming in, letting us know. Yes, thank you, Mike. It says, Christian Parker got an interview for a defensive coordinator job. Yes, so I believe he – I believe it was with the Patriots um, that he got the interview um, with work well, potentially working under a uh, new new head coach, uh, Ger- Gerard Mayo there. Um, so, you know, again, we Denver Broncos may lose him, depending on what all happens there. All right, let's see. We got BK coming in. Thank you, BK, for your support. Much appreciated. He says, we need to find a Roquan Smith. Ever since the Ravens traded for him, their defense went to another level. Their run D improved. 
Yes, BK, you know, linebackers like a Ron Quan Smith, like a Fred Warner, you know, it, 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 it would be so great to have <laughs> those mm-hmm. aggressive players, those speedy players just running side. Dylan, the, the Broncos are missing a sideline to sideline linebacker. Mm-hmm. And that's what these people provide. BK, I was just watching yet the, the Ravens game and plays where Roquan Smith just came up on on blitzes and even in coverage. You know, Ro- Roquan is so is so great. And I know he was good with when he was with the Bears, but to your point here, even when he got to the Ravens, I think his play even went to another level. Now granted the Ravens defense was already good. You know, Patrick <laughs> Queen and um obviously the the rookie and Kyle Hamilton. <laughs> Right. So I, I think other players as well as helping Roquan kind of elevate his play. But you're right. I, I think with a sideline to sideline linebacker with help on that defensive line and more speed, you know, in the line packing and co- coverage, I think that'll help improve the run game for Denver just because. You know, there have been a many games, many times, Dylan, this year where that run fence, that run defense was just it was terrible. You know, it was it was just not good at all. Like leak, mm-hmm. leaky, like gashing the, the opposing team was just gashing up the field. Nine, 10, 11 yard runs. It was it was crazy. So but yeah, BK, to your point, finding a speedy linebacker with some help in the interior, I think will definitely help improve this run defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you again for the comment, BK. We always appreciate that. And, um, yeah, a, a great linebacker like Roquan or Fred Warner, like you said, would be great. Problem is there's only a few of those guys. And, uh, yep, they're, 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 yeah, right, exactly. And they're very hard to find. And uh, I think part of the struggles for the linebackers, I, I mean, Josie and Singleton, they're, they're solid guys. Uh, you know, I'm fine with them being starters. I don't love it, but with just how leaky the defensive line is, they're not getting a whole lot of help. And uh, yeah, I just, uh, for me, it's, it's goes back to just building that defensive line and, and on defense specifically, I just see linebackers as a cherry on top. I know a lot of people like want to put an emphasis on a, a linebacker that can cover a tight end. There's, there's not many that can do that. You can slow them down. You can scheme around it. But the tight ends like Kelsey, and yeah. uh, especially under vision, they're, they're just going to get their catches. And I think looking for that shutdown inside linebacker for at least coverage specifically is a little unrealistic. But I think we definitely need some thumpers for the run game. Yes, most most definitely, most definitely. All right, so we, now we turn to I'm speaking about the the second sponsor for the night, which is Factor. So get started on your resolutions with Factor, so you're ready for the new year. Factor's ready to eat meal delivery takes the stress out of your meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year and during this playoff season. So you can skip the grocery stores, all the meal prep work, all the cooking stress, the fatigue, 
um, and instead get chef crafted dietitian approved meals delivered right to your home with over 35 different meals to choose from per week including options such as calorie smart vegan uh, vegan veggie and more plus over 55 weekly add-ons you will have a ton of nutrition and flavorful options to kickstart your new year's resolutions skip the stress of meal prepping with factor choose from more than 35 weekly flavor packed fresh never frozen meals that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences all delivered right to your door and ready to eat in two minutes this January, get Factor and enjoy eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Join Mile High Huddle in making Factor a way of life 365 days a year. Yes, head to factormeals.com huddle50 and use our code huddle50 to get 50% off. That's code HUDDLE50 at factormeals.com slash HUDDLE50 to get that 50% off. All right, guys. Um, We have the boss coming in (laughs) with the chat. (laughs) Thank you, boss, man. We appreciate you. Says Ron and Dylan Little C's is fun. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you, Chad. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Chad. And then we got Keith Brugman coming in. Um, thank you, Keith, as always, for supporting us coming in with the chat. He says, how, how, how does David Webb get voted to be OC at the Shrine Bowl? Help me make sense of this. Yeah, Keith, you know, I, again, I, I think it's, you know, I, I think, it's, again, he's 28, so he's young. And I think they're looking at some of these young, fresh minds, you know, across all the platforms, whether it be OC, quarterbacks coach, they're probably putting their deal in. Um, they probably also put thought about some wide receivers coaches running. Right. So I think they kind of want to look at young, rising offensive minds um, to kind of be that OC, because again, these are obviously young players that are going to be here for the prospects. So kind of having that young mind pairing with these young prospects, um, it's kind of, again, that's my take on it. It's why I'm thinking that he was maybe kind of high on the list as far as that selection. Yeah, uh, you never know who's going to be the next up-and-coming coach, and Davis Webb sitting under uh, Sean Payton is definitely going to be to his benefit. Um, And also, I'm... Whether it makes sense or not, I'm not going to question it because we get a look at some of the prospects coming up in the draft. And yes. um, like I like I mentioned earlier, players like Zay Flowers, Isaiah Pacheco, uh, Aiden O'Connell for the Raiders was there as well. Tommy DeVito. Brock, was it Brock Purdy there too? <laughs> he was. He was yes. indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. you never know what kind of players you can find there. And it's, it's good to have someone who's going to be hands-on, especially – on the offensive side of the ball, where we're looking for more than two playmakers, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see, kind of Scott in the chat. We have Phil again. Thank you, Phil, for coming back in uh, with with your question or comment. Hey, he says, okay, guys, you're on the clock for the 12th pick. 
No quarterback is available. Pick one. Terry on Arnold, Brian Thompson Jr., or Zahn Newton. I'm going with Arnold. Um, if if I had to choose, yep, from one of those three, it would be Arnold. Um, Arnold is, and I like him over Kool Aid. <laughs> Kool Aid is good as well. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I think Arnold is a little bit more um sticky as, as a corner. Um, more of a ball hawk, in my opinion, as a corner. Mm-hmm. And I think he'd be perfect opposite his fellow um, Crimson Tide member and Patrick Sertan. So I think with, again, as you mentioned, Phil, right, of look at any position group, you pick whatever you want. <laughs> if we're looking at these three options here, um, mine would be Terion Arnold. What about you, Dylan? Yeah, that's definitely a really good pick. Um, definitely lacking in corner talent. I mean, besides, I mean, we don't know what Riley Moss is yet, but hopefully he'll see the field. Um, but for me personally, because I, I mentioned earlier, taking a corner at 12 is not really something I'm looking to do since we've invested so much there already. I want a weapon. And Brian Thomas Jr. is... Uh, the perfect pick for me there if, if it's between those three um but you know he's a big receiver 6'4 205 yeah i know he's very fast from what i've seen and a, a vertical threat for the outside and uh he's even played some of the slot as well um i'd be excited just to just to add some this offense needs a spark so bad it's it's insane and sutton just can't be the only guy making plays out there yeah, Brian Thompson Jr. is also a a great pick at you know at twelve. I I wouldn't for me I I, I wouldn't want. I, I think I would maybe move back. And I don't know if he's going to be there, but maybe move back a few and then maybe try to get I, him if he's there. Mm-hmm. Because you know from LSU is all but you know Malik Neighbors is is, is your guy, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure by twelve Definitely. Malik Neighbors is going to be off the board. But but yeah, Brian Thompson, you're right. I I think with the offense, you're right. Another playmaker definitely would would uh, bolster this offense. I think with the offense, though, Dylan, they they need to need to figure out this running game, though. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I, any weapon will help. You know, we we talk about you know Brian Thompson, obviously Brock Bowers, any type of receiving or pass catcher help. But mm-hmm. I think this running game. It's, it's just been lacking. Like the Broncos cannot get, they couldn't get the running game going. So I think if that can get fixed somehow, you know, going into the offseason into 2024, um, you know, with Pookie and, you know, P. Ryan, and maybe, I don't know, they probably add a running back, right? You know, mm-hmm. if they can kind of get this running game going, that probably can set up the pass. And then, yeah, you'll start to see hopefully more than a Sutton become involved, right? Depending on, you know, Sutton there. I don't know about the Tim Patrick situation. You know, we'll also want Mims to take that next step too. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, another receiver would be good. It's just a matter of, I think, you know, some other issues on offense need to get (laughs) resolved as well. 
Yeah, definitely. That run game has been non-existent. <laughs> yeah, 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 most definitely. Yeah, need 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 to get that run game fixed. It's it's just been just been bad. explosion like, all around the offense, man. So we need it somewhere. Run game, pass game, yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, as great as Sutton has been, you know, we, we just can't have balls thrown Sutton direction all the time, right? We again I I always stress that we need to always have someone step up and mm-hmm. You know, fans were hoping that Jared Judy would have taken that next leap. We we just didn't see it come to fruition. And you know, he's going to be you know, I, it's going to be shocking if he's not he's not going to be on this team next year. Um, and so hopefully with you know Mims, you know, coming into the fold a little bit more. And again, as you point, if you draft a receiver, which I'm pretty sure they will, um, hopefully that'll open things up. But only time will tell. All right. Let's see here who else we have. I love the draft talk, guys. I just, I just love, I love this time. Now, again, I, I don't think we're as well versed as our senior draft analyst with Eric Trickle, but we, we, we can try to answer these as best as we can here. We got the Ronk coming back in. Jared Verse, yes, from Florida State. He is also good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say he is for me. He's my number one edge. I think I'll put mm-hmm. him at one and I'll put Dallas Turner at two. Um, but yeah, I, I again, Mike, you know, edge again, another another position of need here. If we were to get edge at 12, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't. Because again, we 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 need we need someone, we need an elite player that you can just tell. Go good after your quarterback, Dylan. Mm-hmm. We don't. The Broncos don't have that right now. Again, the 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 edge has kind of been the sum of their parts with the Benito and Baron Browning and Jonathan Cooper. Right, but you need like a Von Miller. You need that elite star pass rusher mm-hmm. um, to wreck the game. And um, Jared Verse is definitely one to do that. What are your thoughts on Jared Verse? Yeah, I think he'd be a great addition to this team. Like you said, we need. Uh, someone explosive off the edge and a true star. Like, well, there's no stars on this defensive line. And I think Jared Burris would bring a lot uh, to this defense. And the, the pass rush uh, complements the uh, the secondary as well, uh, giving down time to coverage. Because if Pets are tan sitting out there the whole time, having to hold a guy for more than three to four seconds, it, there's a chance he's going to get burned. That's just the corner position. And if you get, can get some uh, pressure off the edge, that greatly increases their chances. Yes. Yes, most definitely, for sure. All right, let's see. Kind of skimming the chat here. And again, it's just us guys. No Mr. Producer um, tonight. So just bear with us as we as we kind of comb the chat. I think we've answered this kind of in some of our other draft talk. But, again, David, thank you for coming in, Yonkin. We, we'll look at this and revisit again because, again, draft talk is fun. <laughs> Dylan and Ron, if we don't get a quarterback at 12, who would be your choice to go after? Yeah, David, again, it's really just going to depend on how the board falls. Um, you know, how the Broncos look at 
or how they rank each player at each position. Now, again, for me, players like if Brock Bowers is there, if I would maybe think about Teron Arnold, as, as I alluded to earlier, um, if there's um, maybe like even um, Malik Neighbors, if he's there, right? I, I, w- I would consider those three at 12. Um, so yeah, if, if we're trying to stay down pat at 12, those are the three, if they're still on the board, I would, I would consider now, you know, if none of their players are there at 12 that they scouted that went earlier, then it's a matter of, well, who obviously finding that trade partner, see who we can trade back with and then accumulate more picks and then maybe get someone of value later. So David is all going to be about obviously who's on the board best play available at the time you pick but if we're talking non-quarterback those would be my three that i'm looking at um as far as who i would go after yeah definitely brock bowers is obviously the name that (laughs) sticks out there you've sung his praises and i love him too man he's just not just a tight end but an explosive offensive weapon and he's he's a pretty decent blocker too, you know. Not the best in the world, but he's more than serviceable there. Uh, some other guys I would look at, and I'm not sure. At twelve, I'd like to trade back and get him, but it might be an underrated pick to go get a, a tackle. We don't know if Garrett Bowles is going to stick around. He might get traded. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Might get a J.C. Latham from out of Alabama. Um, a couple guys, Tallahassee Fuanga, I believe that's his name from Oregon State. He's also a very mm-hmm. intriguing prospect. Mm-hmm. And Amarius Mims would also be a nice pick out of Georgia. Yes. But, uh, yes, I agree. Yep. So, one of the, th- I would say maybe one of the three tackles, but if I'm going with my heart and who I really want, it's Brock Powers for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you you bring up tackle and that that's that's an interesting one. Um, I, you know, we all know tackles aren't a sexy pick, obviously, but yeah, we we don't know what's going to happen with contract situation. Garrett Bowles, Mike McGlinchey, you know, just has not lived up to expectations. So you know, I'd be, you know, thinking about a tackle as well. Um, again, I'm not sure. I, maybe at 12. I mean, I think with tackle for me, I would want to, I would maybe want to trade back, keep me more picks and maybe pick up one later. But, but yeah, mm-hmm. tackle is definitely a position that the Broncos need to be considering. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All righty. Good, good draft talk, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. We got, oh, David again. Thank you. Thank you, David, for coming back in with your 199 super chat. He says, which QB would you guys go after in free agency? I'll let you take that one first, Dylan. Um, uh, I think I mentioned it last week, but I think Jacoby Brissett would be a nice option. I think he'd be a great bri- uh, bridge quarterback. He looked uh, good at times when he played for the Commanders this season. He came in uh, for one game, I believe, week 17 um, for Sam Howell. And he brought them back in that game. 
He's got a little bit of mobility. He seems like a really heady quarterback. And I think he's just someone who would work very well with uh, Sean Payton and his scheme. And obviously, when you're going to free agency, you're not looking for the guy, but someone who can run this offense. And I think he's uh, the one to do it. Yeah, that that's a good that's a good pick. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is also on my list. I would also say, I mean, Jameis Winston is one that um, can be considered as well. And I look at Jameis Winston guys just for the familiarity, right? It's you know, he's worked obviously with Sean Payne. He's worked. He knows that that system. You know, they're doing their days in New Orleans. Um, so I think. Yeah, you can't go wrong with uh, Jacoby Brissett or Jameis Winston. Um, I think they'll be perfect bridge guys um, to uh, the new, the new or the quarterback that the Broncos do draft, whoever they they look at here uh, coming up. So, good question, David. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, let's see. There was one question up here I wanted to get to. Um. Yes, Chris Rosales. Yes, this, <laughs> this 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 is an interesting question here. Thank mm. thank you for coming with this comment. We appreciate you. He says, "Would it be a reach to say Simmons is more important in our defense, and trading PS two would be the smarter move in the long run?" For me, Chris, that that. <laughs> that's a reach. <laughs> I, I just think for me it's a reach, just because mm-hmm. I, I'm I, I won't sit here and say Simmons is not important because Simmons is very important to this defense. Um, you know his intellect um, on the field is is very sharp, but you're looking at a guy who's getting older, and. You know, you're also looking at a guy, you know, ever since he's been to Denver, he hasn't he hasn't been winning. And, you know, at his age now, you know, getting older, maybe in a few years, contemplating, you know, hanging it up. Although I think he still has a few good years left in him. I just don't think with the direction of the team, Simmons may not be best from a long term perspective. Now, again, if you can to keep him again, I think I'm saying is if you have if you kind of have to choose between PS2 and Simmons, I'm taking PS2 all day. Um, But again, I hope the Broncos are in that position. Hopefully we can, you know, keep Simmons for a few more years. But yeah, if you had to choose of which one, you know, to to offload or to trade, we trade Simmons. PS2 is a fundamental portion to this defense and you build this defense around him so that that's how i see that what were your thoughts there dylan uh well this is actually uh, one of my friends who's tuning in tonight and uh, he's been <laughs> nice. asking me this question for a while um yeah i would definitely say ps2 is the more important player i i think he's just uh, a higher uh, positional value at corner than safety. And like you mentioned, his age, uh, Simmons, I mean, uh, he's, he's getting older and for safety, just not, not someone you want to build around this late in his career. Not that he's not an old man or nothing, but he's, he's getting up there for his position. And PS2 is 
the top corner in this league. I don't care uh, what the Seahawks tweet what out. What the rankings say. Yeah, all the yeah. rankings, all the teams. We don't care what they have to say. Mm. Yeah. They don't did matter. You see, did you see them post uh, that graphic with Tariq Woolen and Patrick Sertan? With Woolen, with Rika and Sertan, yeah. yeah. And the, I think I saw team. Sertan go back on Twitter about, I think some information was even incorrect. So <laughs> Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, the yards are wrong. And they forgot to add mm-hmm. uh, how many times each got benched. Because uh, Tariq got benched, he missed, I believe it was 182 snaps. But but anyway, you know they get their licks in whenever they can against us. But um, yeah, definitely, I think PS2 is, uh, no pun intended, a cornerstone piece of this team. Yeah, I mean, first round pick. I mean, we we don't have to go over the numbers. You you just you just see the play come out on the field. I mean, the, the guy is just special. And, you know, having him being tasked with just locking down the, the opposing team's number one receiver, it's 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 such a fun thing to watch. So, yeah, to, to trade that, I just I just don't think it would it would do the Broncos any good. Because, again, that, that just opens up another hole at cornerback one. Yeah. Um, when you already, again, we're, we're, we were just talking about trying to have someone opposite of him now you trade mm-hmm. him right that now that leaves that void so yeah i would say yeah. again both are important it's just a matter of i prioritize ps2 over simmons if a trade mm-hmm. was inevitable I, I would trade simmons keep ps2 and he he's as good as he was without much pressure from the defensive line you see all the other guys getting the all pro honors and the pro bowls they have all-star defensive lines in front of them for the most part. So what he does even more is impressive. Yes. Yes. Most, most definitely. Most definitely. All right. Let's see. Got some, oh yeah, we did got some head coaching talk with our rivals. Yep. Pierce with the Raiders, although, you know, it's our rivals, but I'm actually am um, happy that um, Antonio Pierce got, got the gig. I mean, he was able to kind of, Turn that um, team around just a little bit this year. That's good. And, of course, Jim Harbaugh with the Chargers. Oh, I want to grab – Oh, you, yeah. yeah the, what, so, yeah, I'm assuming – Stay, yeah, stay that in college, one. man. Stay in college. Let's, I, I don't want him in the AFC list. That's for sure. Yeah, I I, I don't. I don't either. Especially because I, I like, Justin Herbert gets a lot of flack. Yeah, I just don't think he's had the right coach. And – uh they get Harbaugh. He's had success everywhere he's been, so I. No thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's either toss with Harbaugh to toss be- us up between the Falcons and the Chargers. So we we will see how that how that comes out in the wash. I'm with you though. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want him. I don't want him near the AFC West. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah, you know, I, yeah, he's just he's a stay away. So yeah, go go to the Falcons. You know, if, yeah. if you can. <laughs> All right, let's see here. We got Phil coming back in. Thank you, Phil. And this actually ties also to another comment, which I'll get in here shortly from the Ronk. Phil says, I have a feeling that Cushionberry is going to be expensive to keep. So is Forsyth ready? I am not sure. So we will get McGovern. So we should get McGovern. He will be cheap and has had 60 PFF grade every season. And then I want to get into 
what what the Ronk is saying, kind of beefing off that as well, Phil. Of it's time to see what center Alex Forsyth has at the position. Yeah, you know, we, we discussed this briefly. Um, I believe it was last week, Dylan, in as it pertains to Cushionberry. Um, and you know, Phil, he, he's gonna be expensive to keep. But, you know, this year he has played himself into a new deal. And I think again, given the situation with the Denver Broncos, you know, given their cap situation and you know that dead money and trying to keep and you know re-sign players, I I just don't see Cushionberry staying around because that that play has warranted a new deal. So it, it will he will sign a contract, but unfortunately it will be with another team. And as far as Forsyth. I mean, they they're confident, you know, the in the presser, I believe it was printer. They were saying that they're ready for for sight. At least that, that's what I got um, from it. So the team is very high, very encouraged on Forsyth. Now, will he be ready? That remains to be seen. Um, but looks like the team is, is ready to, to go forward. I do think they might bring someone in, Phil, to. Maybe help compete with Forsyth. Um, McGovern is a, it may be an option here, as you mentioned. Um, bring him in on a cheap and, and see, you know, you can compete in camp, see what happens. Um, but yeah, it's it's Forsyth time to at least to start competing um, for that starting center role. Uh, yeah, and thank you, Phil, for coming back in. Um, yeah, I I don't see us resigning Koshibari, of course. He had to play good in the final year of his deal. Too good, in fact, that uh, we won't be able to re-sign him. Um, but yeah, George Payton and his presser are, uh, spoke pretty highly of Forsyth, saying he could be a starting center in the league, which to me means he's going to be starting and Kush is gone. Um, but I do agree that they'll probably bring in some help, whether it be free agent, maybe a guy later in the draft, because Forsyth was our very last pick in the seventh round. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't know how much confidence we can have in that, except for, you know, what the coaches want to put out there. Um, and as for McGovern, I'm curious if it's the Connor, Connor McGovern, former Bronco, or the one that was in Dallas that I believe is with the Jaguars now. But uh, you'll have to let us know in the chat. But, Yep. Yeah, some some cheap option would be nice uh, to have at center. Yeah, yeah, that that that's a good good comment, Phil. Thank you for coming in. It's like you said, Dylan. It's so unfortunate that you know the year that Cushionberry decides to play well, it's it's kind of that contract year. It's like, and, whoa, slow yeah, down, dude. Like, moving. don't play that good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. And so now the Bronx is gonna be. Um, kind of hoping that Forsyth is that uh, is that uh, answer there at center, but again, only time will tell. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Oh, we got unique prepping coming in with a four ninety nine super chat. The name here. Thank you, thank you. It says what I do is trade Justin Simmons and Jerry Judy. Try to jump to number eight and get Penix, then get. Uh, Jacoby Brissett as a bridge and keep Stidham. 
Thank you, Unique. I let me get your thoughts on this one first, Dylan. Then then I'll go. Sure. Uh, thank you, Unique, for uh, uh, leaving us a comment. We greatly appreciate that. Um. So I don't think you're gonna have to trade uh, Simmons or JJ to get Michael Penix. I think he's gonna be at the most a late first round pick. I I tend to think that the media and fans are higher on Penix than the NFL is. And we've seen that years before. Uh, I can't remember the quarterback specifically, but when uh, Kenny Pickett came out, they were, they were talking three, four quarterbacks were going to go in the first round and uh, fans loved them. Analysts loved, you know, the quarterbacks in that class. And then only Kenny Pickett goes. So it depends on the perception from the league. So I think you could get Penix. Yeah, uh, possibly even the top of the second round, if uh, if need be. But what depends on is his uh, his medicals and how those show up at the combine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree with you a hundred percent, Dylan. You know, I, I think with Penix, I think he's this year's Will Levis, where you know there mm. was so much hype surrounding mm. him, like he's going to go. Top five, top ten, you know, and, you know, the media hyped it up. You know, you saw a few of mocks coming up with him being like the number, you know, number eight overall picks so on and so forth. And then we saw what happened in the draft um, that he didn't get picked till later. And I think with Penix, you're, you're going to you're going to see something similar where I'm not. I, I think with him again, the talent is there with him, but it I, I think two things right of. We saw the last that last game, and mm. with Penix, you have to you have to have. Well, I know every quarterback needs a stout offensive line, right? But I think with him, it's even more important, Dylan, mm-hmm. that your offensive line is very stout and can hold up, and especially yep. with him being a left-handed quarterback. Like I have. Nightmare sometime because you know his blind side would be his right side. So if we still have McGlinchey, it's like, uh, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, just yeah. that pressure coming from that side, you know. So mm-hmm. that that again, I, I kind of think about that um in Denver when you know I you know when I maybe think about him coming to you know to the Broncos and being that quarterback. Um, but yeah, unique trading again for me, trading Jerry Judy. That that's gonna happen. I, I, Jerry Judy's no longer gonna be it's on the foregone team. conclusion already. Yeah, it's a foregone conclusion. Now, you know, I'm not sure about it. You know, moving up. You know, to get. I think it's gonna be more of a. You know, maybe you see something. You know, free agency. I don't think it'll be anything with the draft. Because again, I, I, there's really not. Jerry Judy hasn't really proven. You know, kind of to be that guy. So, mm-hmm. you know, he was a first rounder. Maybe if you get. Maybe you can get a second round back for him. You know, we'll see. But um, Justin Simmons potentially um, mm. can trade. But again, you know, given this cap situation, you need anything can happen. I would try to, I would try to keep Justin Simmons personally. Maybe try to go to him for a restructure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as we mentioned, trade Jerry Judy. But yeah, at I, I don't think we need the only quarterback that I'm trading up. In that, 
you know, seven or eight range if he's still there is Jaden Daniels. Mm-hmm. Like that, that that would be that would be my guy. I I try to pony up a few picks for um and try to trade up if if you can. Um, but outside of that, yeah, Penix, McCarthy, Bo Nix, you know, you can get those guys later. You know, the, the those mm-hmm. aren't really quarterbacks I would look at trying to jump up and move up for. Oh, yeah, and definitely keep Stidham. Because I think Stidham yeah. would be, you know, he'd be a good, you know, a good backup in this case, right? Get Brissett maybe starting as a bridge, keep Stidham the backup. Sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Let's see. Looking through the chat. All right, Dylan. I think that is all. I don't I don't see any other questions, comments in the chat. So I think I think we could wrap it up for today. Again, guys, thank you all for joining another installment of the Orange and Blue View. It was great to have every one of you tonight to talk Broncos. And again, I love this draft talk, so keep them coming. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, so my Twitter handle is um, Ron, at Ron White NFL. And then Dylan's is uh, Dylan Vaughn Arts MHH. And then if you don't do anything, guys, make sure you subscribe um, and hit that like button for us. It means a lot to us on the show. It'll help all of us out. And make sure you tune in. You know, again, every day there is a podcast. You, You know, you have a lot of the other draft experts with, you know, Eric Trickle, obviously, and Lance Sanderson. Um, of course, Nick and Carl and um, Chad and Zach there as well. So make sure you tune in. And with that, uh, we'll leave it up. Any parting words for us, Dylan, before we hop on out? Yeah, just uh, thanks for everyone for joining. Alert Super Chat Superstars, all the stars on Facebook. You guys are awesome. And uh, thanks for sticking around for my second podcast. You know, glad to see you. <laughs> No one hates me yet. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, you guys, you guys are awesome. This makes my Saturday night yeah. definitely worth being yeah. on here. Yes, most definitely. All right, then. Well, we're out. And as always, guys, go Broncos. Have a great evening. Go Broncos. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.